0: Hello and welcome to the Neo Magic Podcast. This is a podcast for magicians by magicians. I'm your host, Vinny Segu, and I want to say thank you so much for dropping in. If you've been uh, here before, thank you very much for popping back. And if this is your first time, well, welcome to the Neo Magic Podcast. I hope you uh, enjoy this and check out some of our other podcasts as well. I'm broadcasting from the sunny uh, part of the world called Leicester in the United Kingdom and it's been a bit snowy here the last few weeks and it looks like better weather is is currently on the way so wherever you are I hope the weather is nice and you are... um, yeah, looking forward to the the rest of the year. Um, I know we're still currently facing this crazy pandemic and hopefully that will um, subside towards the, le- the latter part of the year and we can get back to some degree of normality. Anyway so I just want to introduce to you the guest for today and his name is Kev G. Kev G is not only a great magician he's also a great friend as well I met Kev probably about maybe three or four years ago at a lecture at the Leicester Magic Circle when a chap called Takemiz was over from Japan and he is a guy that basically kind of didn't invent the Rubik's Cube kind of uh, moves but really kind of brought them to fruition. And I think he probably did come up with a a couple of moves. Kev will probably expand a bit more on that uh, within this podcast. So, um, yeah, so... Today's podcast is with Kev G who's a super uh, intelligent creator and he's created some fantastic effects with cube magic, card tricks, other electronics and stuff like that as well and uh, yeah real kind of outside of the box kind of thinking he doesn't sell them himself just now but he has released a number of effects through satin magic who are based here in the uk as well a company that's owned by mark travisoni so um i will put a, a link to kev's um products in the show notes so make sure you do check them out as well and yeah so that's uh, that's kev g i'm really looking forward to uh, talking about all things to do with rubik's cube magic it's something i don't really know much about myself. So uh, if you're a beginner in Rubik's Cube Magic or you're a seasoned pro and just want to kind of get a little bit more familiar with what's out there and some hints and trip, uh, trips, trips, <laughs> tripping up there, uh, tips, then this is definitely a podcast for you. Also, I just want to say that As a valued member of the NeoMagic community, listening to this podcast and also sharing our content, following us, subscribing to our newsletter, etc., etc., I just want to say thank you. And I will be offering 10% off everything on the website until the 28th of February, 2021. So when this podcast goes live, it will be for seven days. And all you need to do is just pop whatever you want into your basket. And then just go to where it says, enter promo code and type in this promo code, POD10, P-O-D-10. All one word, so all one kind of, yeah, kind of statement, P-O-D-1-0. And that will knock 10% off your entire order. And as you know, we ship absolutely anywhere in the world for free. Yep, you heard it here. So even if you buy one thing for, I don't know, £10... Knocking 10% off it brings it down to nine pound. I will still cover the postage and the cost to get that to you for that price. So, yeah, we um, we don't want to um, we don't want to kind of close the barriers to the U.S., Canada, Israel, France, Germany, Netherlands, Sweden. We ship all over the world and we have done to all of those places as well and many many more so anyway that's just a little thank you from me to you guys just to say you guys are absolutely amazing for supporting us and if you think anybody else would benefit from this podcast as well please make sure you hit them up as well with the Neo Magic podcast i know i've been slacking a little bit recently uh, over the christmas period but i will be getting back on track with the neomagic podcasts and today we are going to be kicking off with kev g so kev g all things rubik's cube Here we go. hi uh we are here today with kev g who is a super super um guy with the rubik's cube something which i don't know much about so kev thank you very much for joining me uh on the new magic podcast how are you Ian?
1: thanks yeah yeah no i'm uh, great thanks and uh yeah you're taking my uh, podcast virginity so I'm i'm looking forward to this
0: <laughs> great. Well, uh, it's uh we'll, we'll try and we'll try and make it as uh, as as pleasant as possible. But uh, it's going to be you know we're going to be kind of jumping into your brain regarding mm-hmm. Rubik's Cube magic, which is something I am not great at. I went, I think um you know I've been to one lecture where there was Rubik's Cube magic, and that's where I met you as well and Takamis. So I'm yeah. pretty new to Rubik's Cube magic, and. Uh, so I'll be interested to find out a bit more about what it is and stuff like that. So I don't know, what's your kind of, what's your view? So just kind of kicking off uh, Rubik's Cube magic, what on earth is it really? Um,
1: well, you- there's the obvious answer, isn't there? Like it's it's, it's magic with the Rubik's Cube, but it's, it's magic which is utilising the world's most popular puzzle, all right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't remember the last figure, it's like 450 million or something that have been sold worldwide. Um, and you know, I, I think for, for everyone like this, the Rubik's cube is kind of seen as that thing that's it's impossible to do. And, you know, the majority of people can't solve the Rubik's cube. So just being able to solve it, you know, if, if you're sat at home and like someone comes around your house and you've solved Rubik's cube, they're like, that's, that's impossible. Do you know what I mean? Because you pick up a Rubik's cube and it's, you can't just, you sit there and kind of like work it out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that in itself, uh, just, just, the, the Rubik's cube itself is seen as this like impossible thing. Um, and now obviously as because of like the dawn of the internet and stuff. There's now so many tutorials and places where you can find out how to solve it. I think that's, you know, why it's, um, why it started to become a little bit more popular. And I, I, I think if you're, if you're one of those people who see like like solving puzzles mm-hmm. and you know, the Rubik's cube is, the, the world's best known puzzle it makes sense as a magician to do magic with that because it's a recognizable object isn't it everyone everyone can relate to it even if you know even the people that can't do it they they know what it's an iconic thing they see a picture of Rubik's cube they know what it is and, and
0: yeah yeah well it's this is the thing it is quite a, an iconic thing though and um Loads of famous magicians use it. I'm just trying to remember the first time I ever saw one. Probably about ten years old, and I was at my mm. auntie's house in London, and I was lying on the mantelpiece, and it was uh, belonged to my cousin, and I, I was I was staying with her for maybe a couple of weeks, I think, during the summer, and I remember like messing around with the Rubik's cube, just trying to do like one side. I think I managed to get one side done, then do two sides, and I just got so frustrated with it, I couldn't even get two sides done. And then one of my cousins, um, he was a lot older than me, I think, there must have been, but in his twenties at that time, when I was about ten. Uh, he came around and I remember him just sitting there for about maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, and he did the Rubik's Cube and this left and the mantelpiece and left. I was like, how on earth has he done that? And I thought, this guy's got to be some kind of Einstein. Yeah. And, hey, and that's part of the magic, isn't it? That you can do it so quickly.
1: Yeah, massively. And I, I think that's that's also the perception, isn't it? It's like if uh, if you see someone who could do this, you think, oh, this, this person is an absolute genius because, um, it, you know, you, you. Every time you pick a Rubik's cube, it's like, well, how how's this solved? And I can remember, uh, you know, the time when I, I couldn't do the Rubik's cube, and it was one of it was that kind of like enigma. And it? it's like the Rubik's cube. <laughs> I want to be that. I want to be that person who can solve that. Like, I want to know. I want to know how to do it. But um, at that point, I, you know, I I didn't know how to do it, and it was it was to me that was kind of like, oh, that's. I'd love to be at that stage where I can just solve it
0: well it's this is the thing it's 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 one of those things that once you've got it under your belt i think it's one of these things that you kind of you enjoy doing yourself it's not like a trick where you kind of know the beginning the middle and the end and there's only so many things you do with the rubik's cube there's quite a few facets so it's like I'd, i i maybe should have asked it at the beginning as well like, what's what's your kind of background as well and maybe perhaps that could then segue into what kind of inspired you so who who are you, Kevin? Stuff like that. What you know? What's your which what's your kind of background? And I, I know you as basically the Rubik's Cube super yeah. guru, um, but a lot of people um, may be listening to this for the first time or have listened to it previously and they may not have come across you. So, Kev G
1: yeah, what's, I, I, I think story? maybe 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 I get that tag because um, I'm probably most known from the the Rubik's Cube effects that I've published, um, but you know I started off uh doing magic when i was younger and and you know just just basic basic stuff really and this at the time you know in the in the 90s when i'm at school maybe doing the odd little thing here and there not really taking it that seriously but but before the kind of like dawn of the internet where you know where do you go apart from the library where there might be some Mm -hmm. books or something where do you go and learn stuff and the more more i got into uh into magic and i think it was um you know i got shown a there was a card trick i remember getting shown a card trick and it's the one where uh there's um a a grid of four by four cards and you just think of one and then they deal them out again and then they um there was a girl who did it to me actually she made like some little flowers and and she was like choose any two and so i chose me she's like right choose one of those and then right okay choose any petal and it was like my card and i was like what I need. I need to know. I, I, you know, I couldn't fathom it. I, I need to know how to do it. So that kind of spurred me on. And um, another one of my friends showed me a uh, the like vanishing cigarette trick. You know, obviously when people smoke, yep. like pushed it into his fist, and it was just it gone. And I was like, what? And you know, and I yep. think I think those those things. And and this was kind of the time when Darren Brown was hitting TV as well. And obviously his stuff was just unbelievable on another level. And I'm, I was just like enamored by it all. And I was like, oh, I, I love this. And so that kind of um, set me more on my journey to finding out more stuff. And then with the internet, obviously there was, uh, you could search us. There wasn't much on there, but you know, the, the online magic shop started to sort of uh, pop up around this time. And I remember uh, just going to like magic which isn't around now. And I think there was one called eMagicTricks. I think they were the ones that I, I used most and, i'd see stuff on there and you'd read it and think oh this is incredible and you'd order it and then it'd come and you're like oh okay i knew i knew where that was going yeah is is that what it is (laughs) but and but but that was it that was kind of that was the sort of joy as well of of learning stuff because i think uh, for me like magic at that time as well it's like this thing of like the unknown isn't it it's like you had yeah. this like picture in your head of like what magic was and like people who knew how to do all this stuff and it was like a, like a, a massive kind of like escape and oh this is i want i want to i want to find out these secrets and stuff so so that's where i kind of like got into magic a little bit more and and uh and then it it kind of i was doing bits and bobs but throughout university it kind of like took a little bit of a back seat and then um i thought oh do you know what i i'll see if there's actually any magic clubs and i don't know why i hadn't thought about it beforehand but i guess it was difficult mm-hmm. to find out about them isn't it if you you know you don't know that, that it was very it was a very isolated um hobby isn't it you know i was just on my own i don't know anybody else i'm not sharing my secrets with anybody of the stuff that i did know <laughs> and how do i find out more so i then uh did like a google search online and found uh, some local magic um uh societies and I joined up on the uh, with the Leamington um and then and then yeah that that was that was amazing because obviously you got to then I was then seeing people professionals doing lectures each week and learning loads of stuff so uh that was that was amazing um but at this point I I didn't do anything with the Rubik's Cube I couldn't even solve the Rubik's Cube and so what so what inspired you to
0: take the Rubik's Cube up? Where did that kind of come again, from? Again, it
1: was like, I think like a lot of people, you know, you ask them, oh, would you like to be able to do Rubik's Cube? They go, yeah. And uh, it was someone at my work was like, oh, I'm going to learn the Rubik's Cube. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'd love to be able to do that. But it was just like too difficult. And uh, a couple of weeks later, he's like, solving it. I'm like, oh, I want to be able to do that. But I I'd kind of like sort of put it off and put it off just thinking oh this is, is too difficult it's too hard to do so I thought oh do you know what I'm I'm going to learn how to do this and I um because it was difficult to sort of like put because you, you do need to put aside time to to practice right and I had a gig up in Lanc- uh, Lancaster and it's a uh, it worked out like about a five-hour train journey or something to get up there so i thought oh what i'll do is i'll um i'll take my ipad and i downloaded the instructions from the rubik's cube website and prior to this prior to this i had wanted to do some rubik's Cube magic and um mark elston had released a dvd um rubik remembered i think it's
0: called that's right yeah
1: and he's um, got like a little rubik's card trick yeah, as well called predicted exactly yeah nice well, um yeah. and so i got that dvd but i just i couldn't i couldn't get on with it and it was it was just i don't think it was i found it difficult to learn from a video um so like that kind of like i had that i what kind of tried to watch it and it's like no nah, i can't can't do this um so what i did is i then thought oh actually i'd prefer if i had some written instructions and I could follow the instructions and then practice and do it that way. So that's what I did. I downloaded the free um, PDF from the Rubik's Cube website into my iPad, sat on the train and did that. And just the way that I did it was there's there's a number of different steps in order to solve the cube. And I was like, right, I'm going to do stage one. And then I just kept doing that until to a point where like, I can just do this now. I don't need to look at the instructions. I can just do re- stage one right i'm gonna move on to stage two and then mixed up the cube and then i do stage, stage one and stage two and then just built it up like that and by the time i'd got back home after this long train journey i could i could solve it
0: what well, what well, how, how fast i know pr- perhaps at the beginning stuff is there is there like a kind of a, a top speed how fast can you do it or is it? Is it dependent on? I, I suppose how well it's mixed. Uh, sometimes it takes longer. Sometimes it, yeah. It's, uh, it's quite uh, pretty,
1: well, there's, there's this thing called God's number, which uh, apparently any Rubik's cube can be solved with uh, in twenty moves or less. Now, for right, God's yeah, for for, uh, for for a human to be able to do that, um, it's pretty much impossible. Um, but like, as you've probably seen on. Online, where you know these guys go to um, these competitions to solve the cubes, they can do it. They can do it in yep. like literally seconds. And I can't. I don't even know what the current world record is. I think it's less than four seconds. It's something ridiculous. Um, so there are. Once you learn that, there's like the basic algorithm, which I just mentioned that I've learned. But then there's some more advanced algorithms, and there's algorithms that will get you from A to B quicker than maybe like using the standard method of how to solve a cube. So these guys who are super quick have basically memorized tons and tons and tons of different algorithms. So once they look at the cube and they can see uh, where the different pieces are, they know what moves to do to get them into the correct places.
0: Right. Okay. So so they kind of have a little bit of a prep, kind of having a look at it, thinking about it, thinking, right, this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do. And then when they say start, that's when they do the quick moves, and then they drop it onto the exactly, the table. yeah.
1: So I think you get about um, yeah. ten seconds to study the cube. So that's that's exactly what they're doing. They're they're taking it, they're looking at where the pieces are, and sort of jumping ahead in their mind about what moves they need to do in order to
0: solve it. I th- I think it's 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 still people pr- might say it's not magical, but for me it is because the thing is you could have a Deck of cards, and somebody says, a Magician says, Look, here's a deck of cards, it's all shuffled. Um, I'm going to memorize every single card, and then they, you know, one by one or whatever, they tell you what the cards are by turning them over. And you think, Wow, that guy's got an amazing or a person's got an amazing memory and stuff. It's the same with the Rubik's Cube when they do it, you're like, Wow, that's quite that's quite ingenious, even though it's not like I don't know, a, a card turning into like a coin or a cover or something else, you know, it is it's still quite, quite magical, yeah, for me. And I, yeah, and I as, I, like yeah
1: as I said, I think just so, you know people are impressed just by solving the cube and you know i'd say it's magical because they they they've got a clue how to do it they think it's in their head that is impossible you could hand them the cube they're never going to do it
0: it's yeah it's it's well what what who inspires you because i remember meeting you um when we you came to the Leicester Magic Circle and you came there with Takemiz yeah. and Takemiz is from Japan. Yes. Yeah. Am I right in saying that? And you've got a good relationship with yeah. Takemiz and, and Takemiz, um is one of the founders of the uh-huh. Rubik's Cube Solve. Is he, am I right? Uh, I've done a bit of research, so you're probably be better to fill it in, but you were there almost acting as a, a kind of an intermediary between translating yeah. some things for him. And I went up and, and I saw him do some stuff and it was just like, wow, this is this is really quite good because it's not just a case of here's a Rubik's cube, I'm going to solve it. No, that's it. There's so many different variations. It's, was Was Takahashi one of your inspirations to take your Rubik's cube magic to? Yeah, the next massively.
1: Level? Um, I mean, just just in terms of Rubik's cubes effects, it's not just that uh, it's not just solving stuff. You know, there's there's matching, penetrations, vanishes, appearance, predictions. You know, but you know, pretty much anything that you can uh, uh, think of, you can there's stuff to do with the rubik's cube even though it's it's still kind of in its infancy um and i mean i remember seeing that the first trick uh that i saw with rubik's cube was daryl's enchanted cube where it looks mixed up and uh, you just chuck it in the air and uh and then it solved right which was a fantastic trick and then i think a friend had given me gifted me uh another effect called insta cube which used a similar kind of concept but uh, allowed you to be able to hand out the cube at the end, so that was kind of like that. that add on to that, but um, I then saw Tom Crosby. Uh, and I I knew he did cube stuff because I, I you know I've been friends with Tom for 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 ages now, and he always did like cube stuff. And then I saw him uh, do a lecture, and in the lecture he was uh, doing some really cool stuff. But the st- the thing that I, I really liked was like wow, is he did like an instant solve for the Rubik's cube? So you know I had a mixed up Rubik's cube and and then chucked it behind his back, and it was solved, which is what you've probably seen like Stephen Brundage do on uh, America's Got Talent and stuff like that. Um, But that was based on – he was using the technique taught by Takamizu Asui on his DVD that he released called The Cube. So that was kind of like a really massive thing, um, which those – those magicians that picked it up and got on were doing like this amazing stuff and that's you know kind of like how Stephen brundage got got um got what well, he got into the cube and the reason why murphy signed him up to do his his dvd because they saw him doing takamas's yeah. stuff at a convention
0: um yeah i remember i remember takamas talking about that perhaps or pointing out a few things during the convention, and. Yeah, I remember that, and I've seen Tom Crosby. I'm good friends yeah. with Tom as well, and I love the way that he kind of does the kind of portraits of like yeah. Einstein and Marilyn Monroe yeah, and awesome. stuff at the end with like multiple. Yeah, his show great. Yeah, it's like, it's it's he's a really he's a really talented guy, and I've, I've known Tom for many many decades. I think um, just when he was even starting off uh, with Magic, as well. so so been good friends with him for ages. So it's it's nice that there's it's. It's such a, I think it's such a niche that you can just you get get associated with magic that is yeah kind of magic. Although you know, people do different types of stuff like you as well. You know, I know you just don't do cube magic. That's you your forty. You've got like yeah, tons yeah. of stuff. And I,
1: th- uh, I think that's it. It's because the cube the cube stuff is relatively new in, in the magic thing, and um, there's not that many people who have done cube related effects or do cube things that uh that's maybe why i get sort of like tagged with the the, the cube thing but yeah so there's like takumi from japan so you know even the, the, some of the, the the stuff that tom does is based on his technique um and uh, obviously there's henry harrius uh who's brought out some genius effects with the rubik's cube and like super quality stuff so he's he, he's brilliant as well um
0: i was I was just going to say that I was next to him at a Blackpool Magic convention mm. last year, just before uh, the whole world went into lockdown. I was I was in the stand next yeah. to Harrius. Um, or was it the year before? I can't remember. Anyway, one of the years I was next to, um, and I hadn't really heard much about him. And all I kept on seeing was people coming up and buying this tiny Rubik's Cube, which would turn into like some Smarties. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. What the hell is this? It's like, what that for me is like, taking it into different paths like you know as you said solving the rubik's cube is one thing but turning it into like a handful of smarties or doing like throwing it up and instantly changing that then i think goes from perhaps the the mentalism kind of part to maybe like the memory part to actually a magical part so even though it's just a rubik's cube and it's meant it was meant to be just a puzzle it's like kind of gone into all these crazy weird and wonderful kind of areas, yeah of definitely now, hasn't it Has and i think doing, yeah, yeah as
1: you said like you know you can do mentalism stuff with it it can be like visual stuff uh you know magical stuff so it's not um it's not you know it's not just oh here's a rubik's cube i can mix it up i can solve it which i think a lot of people on the face of it like think oh that that's all it is and that is that
0: solving a bravado thing because um how fast can you solve it i asked you that yeah sorry
1: (laughs) Uh, so yeah no so (laughs) i have i've only learned the original method that i mentioned when i first learned it and it's kind of like the slowest way to do it really but um i average about 45 seconds if i just want to solve it
0: and i think that's bonkers is it the fastest that i've
1: I've done that I've like obviously timed and recorded is 32 seconds so that's what I'm down to so far that's just using the normal method but as I said incredible. um you can uh, you can learn new algorithms and I think from what I've heard you kind of have to unlearn what you've learned to then relearn in a, in a new way which makes it faster but <laughs> I've just um I've I've kind of felt I don't need to and I still just enjoy solving the cube the way that I'm doing it um but maybe at one point I'll, I'll think about trying to relearn what I've learned and and get faster I don't know.
0: You're one of these people I hate that's going to pick up a Rubik's cube I'll be I'll be doing it for weeks months on end and then you pick it up in 30 31 seconds you'll have it done and put it down on the table and I'll just throw the thing in the it's, that, like, it's just I practice. It? It's
1: just practice and that that's that's what I mean Though, know, like I think if you're if you're going to do magic with a Rubik's cube it's because you care about it you like you enjoy it if you're yeah. if you're doing magic with stuff that you're not really interested in then you're going to get caught out. And, you know, yeah, you could, there's loads of these effects you can do without being able to solve the cube, um, but I definitely think it's it's worthwhile actually learning if you're going to do magic with it because, you know, people like to ask you questions or, you know, you're going to go to someone, someone can do the cube, um, which is, you know, really good if they, you know, they can do the cube and stuff, but it, <laughs> you're going to get caught out if, if you don't really, you haven't really invested in it. And I think, you know, you need to, yeah. you, to, to do magic with it, you need to enjoy the Rubik's Cube.
0: I think it's the same for anything. It's like maybe somebody that can do the, the 21 mm-hmm. card trick or maybe something else that's, you know, like pretty basic and then they kind of purport themselves to be a magician and then somebody says, come on, do another trick here, do another trick. And that, that's their kind of legacy. Is like they can yeah. only do that one trick with that one deck of cards that they, they've not kind of taken right. the time to learn more things. And I think it's with everything, it's you've got to have your 40, like, I'm not that good with coin stuff or sponge ball stuff. So I no. just don't I just don't do it because a I don't enjoy it and b it's it's not something that I want to do. I'd rather watch somebody do like bonkers coin stuff or stuff with sponge balls or or you do stuff with your Rubik's cube and actually yeah. enjoy it for myself rather than try to do something which is kind Exactly. Of and I think that, that, you know that comes across doesn't it? when um, you're performing
1: and um, maybe like yeah. you're doing some card tricks and you know you can't shuffle the cards or the the way you're handling them is like really clunky. People know like ah oh, you know this person's mm-hmm. saying they magician, but they can't even handle cards, and it's the same with anything coins or whatever. You know, if, if you've not invested the time and you've practiced it to be like really fluid and just be able to do it without really thinking about it, people are gonna go, All oh, right, yeah, it's you know, this guy ain't that good, or this girl ain't that good. Um, I think you know, to have that confidence as well <laughs> when you're performing, you need to have practiced stuff enough yeah. just for it to be natural and if it's not natural that's going to show in your performance and yeah
0: well i think that's just the way society is a little bit now i think we've turned into um you know i'll probably get slated for saying this like instant yep. gratification junkies in that we just want we want to watch the youtube video we want to know how to do it in two or three minutes and that's it we, we don't want to we don't want to invest five hours on a train journey looking at yep. a pdf that we've downloaded and reading it and doing it and practicing it and stuff like that and there's very few people that do that um i'm not saying very few people but there's you know there's a lot of people that just want instant gratification and i think that's probably just the way that instagram and yeah definitely uh, the other things have kind of done it but i've I'm of the same school as you and I think a lot of people that are, we listening to this just now are still you know of that mm. old school mentality where we were kind of pre-internet and we had to learn it from books go to the library or whatnot uh, and download it and I still like that I think that way you've got that commitment there you've kind of invested yeah, in it as well and I think sometimes if you just look at YouTube and you learn a trick you've not you've not invested in it because you're getting it for almost like free so you've not got that kind of connection you've not kind of you've not kind of put anything on the table as it were but if you were to buy a book or do something you're invested in that you're going to think right okay i've paid for this now i'm going to and that's a, that's and do the thing it. as well i think cuz um,
1: you know that that route um you also pick up on the things that like don't work so well or maybe don't look as good whereas you know you go on youtube there's any you know everyone's on there like showing whatever they've just learned yesterday yeah. and you can tell like their performance is awful um and, and, and it doesn't do whatever trick they're doing. It doesn't do it justice. Justice, And I, I, feel, I feel a little bit sorry for maybe these youngsters who are trying to find out, you know, interested in magic and they're, they're going and watching these really bad performances because then they just replicate what they've seen on the video and think it's good enough.
0: And it's not. Totally. Totally. I totally agree with you. That's such a good, That's a, such a good way of putting it as well Is because, you know, we, we learn from like some of the greatest people and it's, you don't want to become no. a carbon copy of somebody, but you do want to learn the ropes from the right people as well. You know what I mean? It's, and I think that's so, so true. And I totally agree with that. And I'm going to, um, you just spoke about this. PDF link to to Rubik's Cube magic like solving it, so I'm going to put a link in the show notes to that as well because I think that will probably still be there now anyway, so I'll be able to. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I know there, there is well. there is some really but, good you know...
1: tutorials on YouTube as well. Now, you know, there's a lot of people that have learned from videos on YouTube, and I think you know if if that works for you, then then brilliant. But um you know, <laughs> if like me, you prefer to see something written down and follow it along, then that that might work for you. So. If one doesn't work, all I'm saying is try the other, try the other method as well. Don't give up.
0: Yeah, there's different. There's different ways. Like, I like reading a book, but my mate Ant, he says like you know, uh, he finds it difficult to sit down and invest the mm. time and his mind starts wandering. So he takes delivery of information through podcasts, like this one is, or via um youtube visual stuff he doesn't like the books so it's different people have got different ways to get that information into your head and just because you know yeah we like that way it doesn't mean to say it's right. not as suited for everybody so yeah no i agree i agree with you there as well but um there was something i remember being at um you know a blackpool maybe two years ago and um the the cube we've done like magic and stuff like that, but there's like so many different things that you can do with it now as well like there's mm-hmm. digital enhance- enhancements as well you can actually connect it with your phone and stuff as well now and you were you were chatting about that um, a while back as well like what was that like a mentalist uh, or... yeah
1: well there's, there's actually quite a few different things you can do with it but um yeah initially i think the one that you saw at blackpool was um an effect released by vincent Tarrett. um Yep. Uh, which was which was great at the time and then um, there's been other apps that have come out since then and the uh, Cube Smith by Ben K. Smith is kind of just uh, unbelievable it's it just kind of like is adding stuff to it all of the time um, so yeah that, that's amazing and, and actually I'd I'd released an effect um, called Pixelated which was based on using one of these uh, one of these Bluetooth cubes, and uh, you you had like a photograph prediction. So you got someone to mix up the cube, and then you went into your pocket, in your wallet, in an envelope. You had a a photograph, and the photograph was of the cube, which matched the one that they'd just mixed up. So. Um, that's crazy, isn't it? That's, so yeah, so that's, that's something bonkers. that I uh, put out. But this was before. Um, this was before these apps, which kind of like elevated that to ne- to next level. And now there's even uh, apps where you can. So so I've got uh, Cube Smith by Benke Smith, which is an amazing app, and you can do matching routines, you can do solving routines. There's like it. Honestly, there's so many things mm. that um, that this does. But then there's uh, there's uh, there's other apps which kind of enhance that original effect so you can get them to um you can like superimpose a rubik's cube onto a photograph that you might have taken hours beforehand and there's an app which will then automatically print that out for you so you get um you know without doing anything you can so, so imagine if you, you give someone a cube you just say mix it up stop whenever you want okay they stop you, you've literally not done anything you could hold your hands in the air you then go (laughs) and you can like take your wallet and you've got this photograph of you earlier on maybe with a date on or the time or whatever with the cube in your (laughs) hand and it matches and it's just you know that's just that's crazy isn't it
0: it's insane I, i i think there was um I saw a period where people had these kind of cubes on their Instagram profile as well, and I don't know whether there's some kind of app that you you mix it up and then it sends a image of that cube, uh, yeah, whatever the assortment is, to your profile, and then you say log into my Instagram profile, have a look at yeah. yeah, 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 like exactly. It's using
1: a similar kind of kind of method, but yeah, um, yeah, you can do that, or, or uh-huh. get like a you can send an email to someone before before at the start of the show and then at the end. Get them to go and look at their email, and then they open their email, and it's got the you've sent them a photograph with with that in. Uh, so yeah, it's all it's all good stuff.
0: It's a, I I think there's two kind of schools of thought to that. It is amazing, and it's totally utterly mind blowing when you get something like an email, or that it's on social media, or you've got a photograph of you having it before and stuff like that. But then that kind of takes me into the realm of it's perhaps being electronics and there's something else in there. I don't know what appears more magical to me, that you doing something with it in front of me with a kind of a tangible object and that you've done it in front of me. like, Or it's something which is on social media and it could have maybe been doctored in some way. So I I think they've both got kind of benefits to it, along with the price tag, I presume, as well. You know, a cube might cost you, I don't know, 10, 12 quid or something like that, whereas some of these apps can cost... You know, upwards of like well, well, 60 100 quid, can't they?
1: Yeah, so yeah, quite definitely. Cambium. Like, you know, it's it's um, these are kind of like for serious professionals. You know, what I mean, it's they're not that you're not going to spend a, sure. a, a few quid on these things. But um, I don't, you know, it's it's definitely worth it if you're going to use it. Now, you know, I yep. do occasionally uh, use uh, use them, but not if I'm doing close-up magic, probably not because I don't want to have to rely on anything do you know i don't have to worry about something that might go wrong um so yeah so that, that's also yeah. something to to bear in mind as well um so i prefer to just go for the the surefire surefire effects when i'm you know table hopping or or mix and mingle or, or whatever it is
0: yeah you're kind of you're kind of old school and stuff and these kind of bluetooth cubes and stuff like you can get them on like um on amazon and stuff like that. but there's there's other ones as well there's like if you were going to suggest somebody to get a rubik's cube um there's el cheapo ones you can buy from ebay for like three quid and you can get them or you can buy the rubik's cube original which is probably yeah. about i don't know 10 12 15 quid or something like that then you can get bluetooth ones and then you can get speed cubes um i uh, my experience i Bought a trick um, at like a magic convention once. It was a sign trick, and it came with like an El Cheapo Rubik's cube. I chucked it in the bin. Uh, that's my views on those. So, um, what what ones would you kind of say is good to kind of start off with? Or... Right. The, well, the, this is this is the thing, um, yeah. So,
1: so you can the official Rubik's cubes are not the best for um, for speed right. and turning. Um, so you know they look nice because the the newer ones. Have got the plastic tiles on the side rather than uh, having stickers on, and yeah, you can pick them up from well, you know, right, Sainsbury's or Tesco or wherever you wherever you do shopping, and they're you know they're okay, but if you want to start doing magic with them, you're probably going to want to get something that turns a bit smoother and a bit faster. So I do actually, yeah, so so a speed, a speed Cube, Cube? yeah, I do, and they Rubik's did um, team up with Gan and Gan uh make some superb speed cubes. I think probably the the world records uh, currently with a Gan Cube and they teamed up Ga- what's it called uh, GAN, G-A-N. Yeah, yeah
0: oh right Gan cubes okay yeah. I'll put a link um, in the show notes anyway so for, yeah, for, they're great. for um, the great. The, the kind of thing that you do have to
1: maybe bear in mind is that um some of the shapes of the tiles are not not all square. So you know like on the original Ru- Rubik's Cube you've got a you know square tiles, square stickers. Um, on the GAN cubes, for example, the center uh, pieces is, is circular. Uh, so, if you know, it might yep, be something that, that you have to consider and you think, oh, is someone going to look at this and go, oh, this isn't a Rubik's cube because it doesn't have square tiles in all of them. So, I wouldn't use, I wouldn't use one of those cubes for doing at a gig, for example. But um, Gan did team up with Rubik's and, and bring out this uh, Rubik's RSC cube, which uh, is nice and smooth, and it had the plastic tiles. So I do use that. I do really like that. Um, but other than that, even, you know, these the cubes that they sell at the works for £3 uh, mm-hmm. are good enough. They're, they're, they're speed mm-hmm. cubes, and they're nice and smooth. Uh, so, you know, if you want to just start practicing, I'd say just go go and pick up one of those or, you know,
0: yeah. Right, no, t- so that's not that's not realize, a bad starting like, point
1: then the, most of the cubes now you can get off ebay or amazon and stuff they're going to be speed cubes which are pretty smooth and they're only going to cost you a couple of pounds but um i know you know if we think going back maybe five years you wanted to get an El cheapo cube which is maybe like the one that you're referring to it's the, kind of like the ones that you'd expect to get out of a christmas yeah. cracker and they're like you know you've got to use all your strength to actually try and <laughs> turn it and it's like and they don't move no
0: you, utter garbage it they, was yeah yeah it was they're, it was, it
1: was break, like that utter garbage and, yeah um there yeah just stay away don't even don't even bother because even if you want to learn how to solve it uh that's gonna that's gonna make it so much hard much harder because as well as trying to remember yeah. the moves if it's if you get to a point where it doesn't move and then it's stuck you're going to f- forget where you're what you're going to forget where you are in your pattern in your algorithm and then and then it's going to screw it all up so if you've got a decent, nice, smooth cube, then it's uh,
0: yeah, miles better. It's well, I'm gonna, I think I might when uh, we when get out of lockdown, I might even have a look at the works. And if they're only a few quid from there, it might be good to try and get back into it because I picked up Takamas' yeah. DVD, The Cube. Actually, I think Takamas gave me a cube, so I might actually already have yeah. one that he got me to sign. So yeah. I think I've got a cube that he donated to me, if I recall. And I think I've got his DVD, so I might actually punch it back in and uh, and have a look at it um, there. Uh, But I was gonna, I was gonna say, like you've kind of briefly touched on your effect, pixelated, and I know you've actually got another card called a trick called cube cards, and you've got Mm -hmm. various other effects as well. And you are not just known for I I know you for um, I'm gonna say the word geeky (laughs) magic, Um, but I think all magic is geeky by by definition, but. But you you have this kind of yeah. Tamagotchi thing called Magigotchi, haven't you? And it is unbelievably awesome. And uh, I know it's not as slightly deviated, but can you just tell the listeners what what it is um, and what inspired you? Because I remember chatting to you about it in the pub when we were having a having a bit of a, a kind of um, a chinwag. Yeah, and like, I, oh, do you know, so I think cool. like
1: all of the stuff that I've I've come up with, it's not. I don't sit down and go, oh, I need to come up with a new trick that, for this or sort of trick for that. Is they uh, just uh, seem to be like little projects that I've just done for myself, and I've gone, oh, actually, you know, I'd, I'd either like to do this, something like this, or um, something. It's just been born out of something I've been doing. So, for, with the Magic in particular, it's based on uh, these mini computers called BBC Microbits, which were developed by the BBC and they were given out to all year seven kids um, a few years about four years ago now um, to try and get kids more inspired into doing computer programming and I actually I'm a, I'm a computing teacher at a secondary school so I had access to loads of these things and as while we were teaching them and they're getting on doing their work I'm like ah oh, do you know what it'd be cool if I could do make this into like a little trick and on the boards, they've got some mm. um, touch. They're like touch sensitive. Like, the, like they've got some buttons on them. Uh, it's also got like an accelerometer built into it, so it detects movement. And you could also, it's also got some different pins that you can attach to the stuff, and it knows when your fingers are on them. And stuff. So I was like, ah, oh. what I'll do is I'll I'll write a little program and um, make it so like, I'm going to give it to them, and when they put their fingers on it which basically kind of like makes the connection it's going to display the card that they're thinking of so the, i just did this for fun in a lesson i was like oh you know um i wonder if they'll be able to work out how it, you know how it's doing it because i've been teaching them how to program and stuff and i was like oh this will be interesting so i made this little program and uh, got them to think of a card and got them to hold it and it told them their card and they're all going crazy and and i'm like oh sure like i'm thinking hey surely you know you kind of know how this must work because we're using them but they, they didn't and so i was like oh actually now this is this is this is pretty cool i could probably make this better because i just didn't you know doing it bash it up quickly uh so it uh it developed a, a further than that so i kind of thought I, I found out like you could get these little cases and once the case was on i was like oh this is like kind of like a little mini handheld computer Uh, A little bit like a tamagotchi, right? So I was like, "Oh yeah, you know they're they're massive. They are massive." So I said, "Maybe I could make this into like a little little tamagotchi kind of thing." So then I went away and I designed some graphics uh, to go inside the case and made it all uh, self-contained. And I changed I changed the method in terms of uh, how the the information's input, and I built in loads of like. uh, fail proof thing so that once once i'd put in the the card which is really so easy to do and you don't need anything else just it's like completely self-contained uh once i then drop it into their hand it totally locked in so whatever they do to it it's not going to change so uh that was uh and that was utilizing the accelerometer so when i dropped the, the little magic and i've got a story to go to go with it but when i drop it into their hands it senses that it's been dropped and therefore it goes it jumps to the next part of my program so you can't go back and change what's been input and then uh and then i, I added added onto it further so i put a second phase in where it's not just a uh, playing card re- reveal it's an object reveal so They've got these. There's some little. It comes with some little trading cards with different monsters on and different items, and they just think of yeah. one of these items, and there's like completely no memory work for this. It's all it does it all itself, and uh, they just tell you like which of the different monsters like this item, and then and then and then it tells them on tells them on the uh, yeah. the little display what they're thinking of. So it's a cute little thing. Um, it's not something that I like. I do at every every gig, but at the right time, I'll get it out i a play with it um so it's 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 really cool and i think initially when it came out it was really expensive because uh the components cost a lot of money um i think you know just for the yeah. bare bone components it was over 30 quid in total so that's why it was marketed at like eight mm. pounds but uh i know yeah. i know uh market saturn's got them on on a sale at the moment so they are they are they're vastly reduced from what they were i think about 40 quid now so So,
0: wow, that's a super bargain. It's yeah, it's it. It just kind of shows that I think when, like, you know, I don't, I don't kind of think like that. Um, but it's nice that you are using. I think if you want to create something awesome, sometimes it's not like kind of reinventing the wheel. It's just bringing in attributes that are already there, Mm. and from two, two or three different sources and bringing them together. Into that, so you've taken something which is computing. You've taken your knowledge of computing. You've taken your passion for magic. You've taken maybe an old historic kind of yeah. thing that people know about the Tamagotchi, and you've brought all these elements together into a magic trick. And I think that's what that's what works for me. And I think that's that's why I like it. And I think that that from like cube magic to stuff that like you create is is all really kind of really clever, and it's it's nice. you know? I think kind of uh, for all of the things um, that
1: I, I've brought out, they've been like. They've been enjoyable little projects for myself. So, you know, literally everything that I've done, yeah. I've I've done it from the ground up. I've done all of the graphics. I've done all of the, um, you know, I've kind of like done everything for it. Um, it's not like I've got, oh, I've got mm-hmm. this idea and I've gone to a magic dealer and said, oh, this is the idea I've got. You know, how can we do it? Or can you make this for me? I've kind of like thought it, it's been enjoyable for me. Do you yeah. know what it's, it's like, I've enjoyed the the process and actually making something myself. And then it's at a stage where I show somebody and they go, Oh yeah, actually, do you know what? I, I like that. And then, um, that's when like a magic dealer's gone. Yeah, this is, yeah, I'd like to put that out for you.
0: I think had you, you were planning on getting your, um, your first kind of lecture on the road as well weren't you um and you were, you were doing your booklet for that
1: yeah so i actually i did a, a lecture just i think it's the, the last lecture at the uh, at the magic club i did it at um it was the last one they had before covid hit and uh right couldn't do anymore so uh yeah no that was that was a great night i really enjoyed that and i'd um yeah, I did like the, the my marketed, marketed effects along with some other some other little bits and bobs that mm-hmm. um, I've been playing around with and I've come up with. So uh, yeah, that was fantastic. I really enjoyed that, and uh, yeah, looking forward really to um, to be able to do an lecture again at some point because um, I know I know I could do a, I could do a Zoom uh, lecture, but again for me I I want it to be an experience for me, and at the moment over Zoom it's just it's not the same. And I don't want to miss out going out and meeting people at magic clubs. and yeah. You know, it's just that, that whole thing. I'm uh, i I'd rather wait until it get to that point. Yeah. I, I but, think
0: so. I think for your effects, it's better to kind of see them up close and stuff like that and feel them uh, hmm. and the effects you do. And I appreciate people can do stuff over zoom as well. And, um, but I'm like that as well. I've got some stuff where I like to kind of move around and, you know, uh, and chat to people and stuff like that. And I think, i think we will get back there um it's just it's just hopefully towards maybe i think things are looking promising towards the end of the year i think people are seeing in october and stuff there yeah things are getting booked up again so i don't know um it's it's going to be it's going to be a difficult difficult ride for the next few months anyway i think then after that we'll be we'll, we'll be able to kind of uh, meet up again and stuff like that. but we'll, it, yeah. do you, you've got but- some you've got loads of stuff haven't you
1: yeah i mean i have uh, i mean i've got lo- there's loads of stuff which i haven't released um yeah. that i've been in the process of like writing up because i've i've thought oh, it would be nice to to have like a little booklet and again just a, a nice little project for myself uh more than anything i just wanted to like put together and write up uh, some of the effects that i've done and have it nicely presented in a nice booklet and my mate's an amazing uh illustrator and graphic designer so mm-hmm. um Yeah, I'm speaking to him about doing doing some of the graphics, you know, for the cover and stuff, because I just want something that's nice and nicely presented. And, you know, whether anybody wants it or or not, it doesn't really bother me. But I just want I I get the satisfaction of having done it myself and going, oh, yeah, this is something that I've I've created. I've made. Um, I think I think that's
0: I spoke about this before in previous podcasts as well. And I said. When you do, when you create something, first of all, make sure you create it for yourself because if you don't enjoy it and you're not and you're creating it for somebody else, then that'll show it's not like you're not passionate about it. But if you're doing it first and foremost for yourself, writing a book or whatever, then um, and other people like it, then that's a bonus. I always say, you know, I mean, if I enjoy it myself, um, then at lectures I love doing all my tricks and stuff like that. I never get bored, and you know, and it's I think that's that's right. I think what you're doing is definitely the right way to to go around it.
1: But it, it is so like it's so hard anyone listening it's so hard to uh to have the motivation to sit down and write <laughs> up you know write stuff up it's yeah really tricky and sometimes you get into like a flow I found myself like like a few days in a row I was like just going sitting like the computer yeah like just just bashing it out and then I'd like it'd be like go months and I'm like oh, I'm, I'm doing I haven't written anything <laughs> up and it's just like oh
0: I know exactly what you mean uh I, I'm like that sometimes kind of ebbs and flows and uh it's, it's just one of these things I think it's uh yeah I think because we're all cooped inside the house it's like you maybe if you've been working all day and stuff like that or you've mm. been doing stuff in the house the last thing you want to do is sit down and then spend another couple of hours you know doing stuff like that so I think it's probably demotivating at, at present but I think if you've got a good circle of friends with you and they kind of help you and motivate you, then I think that's probably one of the best catalysts, you know, make sure you've got a good kind of cohort of people around you. Um, that I can yeah, definitely. You and,
1: and, you know, like the, the, the stuff I've been working on, I've, I've kind of like sent it out to a few mm-hmm. people that I trust and I know will give me good feedback and stuff. So uh, that's been, that's been really useful uh, as well. And I've sent uh, a few people some, some little treats in the post. I know you've, uh, you've had a couple of things uh, off yep. me. So, um but yeah again just uh you know just just stuff that i'm uh working on at the moment so
0: well i'm not i'm not going to mention too much about that because i know that you will probably want to um build up the hype near the time but yeah you've got some you've got some pretty awesome stuff it's it's all completely different as well it's not something like it's just like yeah this is just you know it's yeah. it's all kind of fun stuff and i found myself like messing around with it over christmas just like uh some of the stuff's funny, some of the stuff's a bit more serious, some of the stuff's mentalism stuff, some of the stuff's, like, cool, and, mm. you know, and some of the stuff is just so simple, and you think, what? And it's just, this is, like, really, really quite clever, like, you know, the the way you do it. So, I like I like them all, every, all of them, they're all good.
1: Yeah, no, cheers. I, that's, I don't, uh, you know, as I said, I get this sort of um, tag on the Rubik's Cube thing, but it's... Uh, yeah, it's but, difficult but, you isn't know, it when you get typecasted. <laughs> it's... Um... Uh, which, is, which is fine. You know, I, I, I don't mind that at all. But, um, yeah, I do do, uh, do do other stuff as well.
0: Yeah, you, you've got yeah, you've got various other hats as well. So I wanted to kind of yeah discuss that as well, because I know I've got you on predominantly talking about Rubik's Cube Magic, and that's what mm. we've got on there, because I don't know anything much about it other than from that lecture and from what you've shown me. So I think people are getting more into it, and it, it was nice to kind of go on there. So if, what happens if somebody wants to, to kind of um, – Kick off with a Rubik's Cube magic or solving it and stuff. I'm going to put a link to the official Rubik's Cube um, PDF link if I can find it, um, and there we'll also put a link to this Gan Cube as well, um, and some any other links I can find for Rubik's Cube magic. But um, where would you kind of start off? Say somebody wants to start off with Rubik's Cube magic, is there a particular book or DVD you would suggest? uh
1: so it, it depends what they that they want, I guess, because you can go and spend hundred quid. On or sixty hundred quid on a cool uh, one of like Henry Harris's um, effects, which you get a cool gimmick, and you know he's got stuff where you could do it over video, and you've got like instant solves without without having to learn anything. Um, so you know the stuff that you can go and pick up. But if you if you want to if you want to kind of like learn some of the techniques to solve the cubes, well you know this the, the stuff that Takamiz is has released now his like, like the dvd you said you've got the cube it's mm-hmm. it's brilliant but it is subtitled so yeah. it's predominantly in japanese and it's subtitled which i know is going to be a turn off for some people and they're going to go oh this is this is tricky to to follow along now uh, on my effect uh, cube cards and i'm not trying to sort, i'm not just saying this just to, to promote but i do uh, part of that routine utilizes the, the the core uh mechanics of how how, how to solve rubik's cube uh mm-hmm. in a magical way so like a, a sort of an instant solve and i go and into a lot of detail and explain exactly how to do that so if that's what you want to do then i would say uh, picking up cube cards is uh, a really cheap option as well because it's i think it's about 30 quid and you get the cards. You don't get a cube with it because I kind of, I wanted to, I know some people have got cubes already and some people have got preferences to cubes and I just don't want to stick in a, a crappy cube that yeah. that people didn't want. Or I didn't want to stick in an expensive cube, which is then going to skyrocket the, the retail price of it. So, um, so yeah, you can, you can pick up your own cube. Um, you can learn how to do the instant solve um, and you've got a, a full routine as well, which I think, is provides a bit of a bit of context and meaning as well to using a Rubik's cube in your set because I know you initially said oh you know people there's like people go oh, I would not use a Rubik's cube well like no like don't just pull out a Rubik's cube and say oh look at this because what like why are you why are you using that so <laughs> uh, so that's like one one of the reasons why I, I came up with this routine because uh, initially I'd picked up the rubik predicted by that you mentioned earlier by mark Elsden, which is using the cards and uh, but that was a trick without a rubik's cube it was just using the yeah. cards okay and it was, a, it was a cool trick and then i'd seen uh, as i said, said tom crosby do like the instant self with the cube and i was like this this is awesome i'll learn how to do that and i was like oh i want to i want i like both of these effects but i can't i can't really link them together right um but I thought there's Point. I was like, oh, yeah, Rubik's. This is really cool. I really like this, but there's no way of linking them together. So I was like, ah, oh, I want to come up with a way that I could maybe like link these, and I, I was really struggling. And then, and then it kind of um I got the the idea for for the cube cards, which which meant that I could have in one routine a card trick, essentially, or Rubik's a Rubik's um, card trick, and then also having an actual cube which i could do a visual solve as well and, and linking it all together so that's kind of like where the sort of inspiration for for cube cards was born um and uh and i wanted to give some context. i you know i wanted to people to be able to go up to the table and kind of give a little bit of context about why they might have this rubik's cube with them um so hopefully the cube cards routines kind of gives you that in of why you've got a Rubik's Cube and a bit of context of, you know, why it's uh, used and stuff, just so people can buy into it rather than just going, oh, here's a weird object. Yeah. Not that it's a weird object, but you know what I mean? It's like you're not just pulling out something that people are like, what,
0: what, what's that for? Yeah, I, I agree. It's uh, It seems like you get a lot of bang for your buck for that and you've got the theory behind it as well and you've got all the kind of, the, the kind of, the flow into the kind of, from card trick to perhaps something else. And what, um, I presume you're. Have you got? Have you got these, or are you um, are you directing people somewhere where you can pick this up? Where's the best place to get cube cards and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. So
1: keep- uh, the best place to get it is from Saturn Magic. Uh, so SaturnMagic.co.uk is the best place to go and pick it up from. It is available uh, for, through other magic dealers, uh, but most of them, I think, stock because uh, there's, there's actually a few uh, different versions. Okay. So the original mm-hmm. version uh, cube cards is was, it's available worldwide so that's through any murphy's magic dealer but if you're looking to get it di- i direct it to set magic because then i, I get a kickback from that and it's not stuff that's already been sold so that would be uh, Sweet. that'd be good um but then yeah i released uh cube cards remix so this was like an add-on it was like an addition to the original cube cards routine and i taught uh, a, a few more variations on solves and uh, a false Mix and stuff on there, and and some other stuff as well. And then I also brought out another set of cards, which was using the other the the variation on the solve that Takami's originally released as well. So so I just wanted to give people options of whichever kind of like solve <laughs> they'd learned they could do that. But yeah. but I personally I use all a mixture of all three of the sets in when I go out and, and perform mainly because. Um, i think it kind of like no one's going to tell but it does look better okay and also just for me as well it, it gives me that sort of little element of challenge not just being each time just you, you know like when you can get into a tricking because you've done it so many times it's just you just do it and don't even remember that you've done it and you've just mm-hmm. gone through the process um whereas with this um if you've got like the different cards you need to you need to have seen which card it is and based on which card it is, you know, there's a slightly different mix. It's re- They're all really easy, but it's slightly different. But but because I'm com- so confident at doing it now, I like to have that sort of little element of It's Like, oh, what which one's going to come up? So mm-hmm. um, it's it's just nice for me as well to, to sort of have that little, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to go into this, do this bit.
0: You've got, yeah, you've got loads of stuff on Saturn Magic, haven't you? So the best thing to do, I suppose, is just, pop onto saturn magic um and just type in kev g and it'll bring up all your kind of your uh, itinerary of like kind of effects yeah and yeah gotta, yeah can just look and that's is that the best way to kind of get hold of any of your stuff yeah you yeah
1: so yeah any, any of my marketed stuff uh is all come out via saturn magic and there's a section on the website i think for like saturn magic releases so there's on oh no, there i'm just trying to think now there's uh, so there's cube cards, the few different variations of cube cards. There's uh, Magigotchi, and there is uh, pixelated, which I mentioned, and then there's recubed as well. And on the recube project, pixelated, pixelated was like a bonus effect, and hmm. uh, recubed is uh, an effect where you have. Uh, well, it doesn't just it, it doesn't have to be pigeonholed into this. And and now I kind of like I, I, thinking back. Maybe I should have called it something slightly different because it doesn't just have to be <laughs> rubik's cubes right
0: but the idea was hindsight's are wonderful thing. yeah the
1: idea was you uh, have um all of the pieces of a rubik's cube, so are like a broken up rubik's cube and you tip them all into a bag you give the bag a shake and then you tip out a solved uh, a, like a fully assembled solved rubik's cube and you can show the inside of the bag and there's nothing there yeah. and there's no noise as well so so yeah it's not noisy so um that was yeah so and and the thing is with that as well it was that is only available via saturn magic because
0: what's it called again it's called
1: recubed recubed right Um, that's that's only available uh, via saturn magic because it actually cost us a lot of money to put together the pack and again one of the things that i didn't want to do was just put like the bare bones so in the pack you Mm. get you get two rubik's cubes you get the polycarbonate glass. You get the bags. You get the special stuff as well, and mm. um, and all of that. So there's, there's a lot of stuff. And by the time you know we, we yeah. thought about if we're going to, uh, it's going to be stopped by Murphy's or something. It would just inflate the price so much that it would just be it'd be silly.
0: So I've had yeah. I, I think that's where where people sometimes say, well, oh, it's it's a high price, but you've got to realize that um if you just sell it for what you make you're actually making a deficit because by the time you pay tax and all the rest yeah. of it and you're working and all that is so you've got to mark it up appropriately and sometimes things aren't appropriate to go to murphy's because they take a massive chunk yeah. of the money as well so you have to you have to think if something you know it's going to cost that much then it might be best just to keep it in house so satin Magic's probably the best place for that yeah. what about your um you're you're hitting up linked and uh, uh, you're on instagram aren't you and um and Facebook and stuff like that as well. What's your kind of handles on there? Yeah, so do
1: I've got or? so my handles on Facebook and Instagram are. Uh, I'm just trying to think what they were. I've lost track. No, I'm just. Yeah, i uh, uh, So, so I've got I've got a couple actually because I've got uh, Mind Game Magic, or it might be Kev G Magician. It's one or the other uh, for mm-hmm. for Instagram. But uh, I mainly do uh, weddings, so I, I mean mainly like mm-hmm. a wedding magician. So I've also got a separate. A separate handle for that which is magic wedding uk and that's the same for that's instagram facebook and the website is MagicWedding.co.uk as well
0: well what i'll do is um after this podcast just uh, send over your kind of handles and stuff and i'll make sure i put them in the show notes as well um i'll put a, a link on for satin magic as well uh, some of your stuff so people can get through to um get through to them and have a look at your Mm -hmm. your products and stuff like that and it's good that um you know you get something for it as well like you're you're going to get maybe a little bit of the information and stuff like that and that's so that 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 helps there um i'll put the pdf for that so we'll try and put as much information on on for the for the people um there anyway just now but i think we're going to probably tie up now kev but i want to ask you if you can give the kind of listeners one final tip uh, or piece of advice that you would want to give to people, um, either to do with Rubik's Cube magic, magic or anything in general, whatever you want to say, one one tip hmm. uh, putting you on the spot now. What would you? What kind of advice would you? Uh, like well,
1: I think just you know we we've, we've spoken uh, mainly about Rubik's Cube, so I would just say if you if you want to learn. Uh, a root, how to do the rubik's cube it is possible okay don't think oh no i, c- I can't do it uh, because there are as i said there's those stages that you can learn and once you've once you've learned them it becomes so much easier after a while it just becomes muscle memory so now i haven't even got to rem- i've got to remember what all of the algorithms were i just my hands just do it do you know what I mean? it's just like kind of like second nature i just mm-hmm. i just do it and It'd, it'd be hard to try and explain what I'm doing. Um, so I'd say it's not impossible. If you're considering getting into doing some Rubik's Cube magic, I definitely uh, recommend that you learn how to solve the cube. It's not going to take you that long, really. Uh, you just need to stick at it and just put a bit of time in. And then uh, then it'd be great to, to hear from you if you've uh, taken the leap into the realm of uh, Rubik's Cube magic. <laughs> And interested in what you're doing because there's so many fantastic things uh, that you can do now with the cube and stuff that's coming out as well. I've, I've had the heads up on, a, on on a few other items which are uh, which are upcoming and uh, they're just oh, brilliant,
0: amazing. It's like it's. I think I think you kind of um, nail it on the head. If you want to just do organic kind of Rubik's cube magic whereby you're solving it and stuff like that, there is no better way than to invest in time and patience and perseverance and just practice 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 no. um and, I think that's going to be the way and do so, so you know
1: and, and, and i still kind of like stand by like I, I still think uh cube cards is the best uh the best cube effect if you are a working magician if you're going to gigs and <laughs> you know you're performing group after group table after table um, i can honestly say like that is the if I was going to do if I'm going to do one cube effect if I'm going to a gig it's going to be cube cards because I'm going to rely on any technology of I can go I can do the routine I've got so many different moments of magic and it automatically resets and I'm I'm back onto the next table and I can just go bish bash, bash, reset go to the next table do you know what I mean it's, it's just it's just perfect if you're if you're a working magician and, and you just want that reset and to be able to do it over and over again
0: that's the biggest thing for me yeah i always i always try and factor that into there. it's no point of having a trick which is amazing but then it's going to take mm. 20 minutes to reset it you want that reset and i think for you it's not like you're kind of advocating something which you've never done before it's your yeah. effect you've done it you know you know it works and you're telling people and you know it's it's a it's, it's going to be a winner there for you as well so i think yeah it's to be fair, this um, I'm quite excited now. To I, I want to go. I've got uh, uh cube and the video somewhere in uh, a box of uh, other magical goodies. I've got probably about you know hundreds. I think everybody at home's got these boxes just full of stuff Indeed. that they've bought and they've not used. So I'm going to try and dig mine out again and, um, and and get on with it tonight. I feel quite excited about Rubik's Cube magic again because uh, I've not. I just I just I just think I haven't given it the time or the, the chance to. But. Um, mm-hmm kev i want to thank you uh on behalf of myself and all the listeners for taking the time uh today to come on and give all your wisdom that is everything uh about the cube and all the other cool things that you do as well definitely some somebody to uh to keep an eye on in the future and definitely you've got some amazing stuff already that people need to check out via satin magic i will put all the links in the show notes i'll put the pdf link for the rubik's cube thing and um, i'll put all your kind of um Facebook and Instagram handles on there as well, so if people want to have a chat with you afterwards, they can drop me a message, and you can uh, you can link up with with you there as well. So um on behalf of me and everybody else, I just want to say thank you very much for coming on the New Imagine. Absolute
1: pleasure. Cheers for me. I really appreciate. It. And as, I, yeah, I just said, if anybody wants to hit me up with a question about anything Rubik's Cube related, or has got any other uh, questions about my stuff, then um yeah, drop me a message on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and I'll uh, we'll have a chat
0: awesome what an absolute chin. thank you very much appreciate kev. it cheers okay so that was the podcast with kev g as you can see he is super talented and um he knows absolutely everything about the rubik's cube i did he, did not even know there was such a thing as the god move as well which sounds very intriguing um there was so much that was covered through that podcast i don't think i'll be able to kind of put everything in the show notes but what i will do is i will put in a a link to the um the products some of the products um or a product kind of listing for kev g's stuff on saturn magic there's loads of reviews out there i think his stuff uh, it's sold through Murphy's as well like you mentioned so you can get it anywhere in the world on Penguin Magic as well and uh, yeah so I'm going to stick that in the show notes as well for Kevji he also spoke about learning um, the Rubik's Cube orish- originally when he was on the train And um, I think there is uh, a PDF as well that you can get from Rubik's Cube about solving it. So uh, if I can get my hands on that, I'm going to stick that in the show notes as well. So please just get that uh, downloaded as well if you want to do that. That's going to be totally free. Just go onto their website and uh, download The solving kind of uh, PDF for this as well, and you can be solving the Rubik's Cube, I know for a fact that I'll be grabbing my Rubik's Cube back out now uh, from Hibernation and giving it um, a couple of twists and turns to see what I can come up with, and also if it kind of sparks the creativity for any other effects. Rubik's Cube Magic is so diverse that you know it's not just memorising the Rubik's Cube or solving the Rubik's Cube, there's so many effects out there now with uh playing cards you know as you said henry Harris has got stuff where it turned into like skittles that's been on instagram and all these other places as well uh there's like the, the kind of electronic versions of the rubik's cube there's just so so much stuff that you can do with the rubik's cube just now and it's a fantastic thing as well um it's a nice thing rather than just cards bringing out something which is a little bit uh, different for people to uh, to kind of enjoy as well the magical moments and it plays well on um, Zoom and online lectures or events just now as well, which uh, Kev has demonstrated to to me uh, when I've I've seen him do a magic show. So it's really really powerful and good. So that's Kev G, make sure you check him out, he's on Facebook and Instagram and all these other places, Well, I'll put down some of his links for that as well, so please make sure you hit him up. Any questions about the Rubik's Cube, please don't come to me, I don't have a clue. Uh, Go to the main man, Kev G, and I'm sure he'll be more than happy to help you out. And on that final note, I just want to remind you again that for one week from today, which is the 24th. First of February 2021, for seven days, I will be offering 10% off everything on our website. Yep, that's 10% off everything. Just using the code POD10, P O D 10, um, in the promo code section. I'll knock 10% off, and that is anywhere in the world i'll be able to ship that to you as well with that discount um so you don't need to pay anything extra for shipping so if you like the look of a a packet trick or a book test or any other mentalism effects i've got make sure you add them to your cart just now and it's for seven days till the 28th of february 2021 just to kind of say thank you so much for supporting me vinny Segu. i've been your host today from neomagic if you've all not already done so make sure you follow us on instagram or on facebook as well uh youtube and uh yeah spread the good word about Neo Magic and the podcasts and i will be exceptionally grateful so on that note i just want to say thank you to everybody for uh, tuning in and uh, make sure you check out some of the previous episodes along with some of the future ones that are going to be coming out as well i've got some really awesome guests coming up soon so yeah i will speak to you guys soon take care